Hello and welcome to CNET's The Fix. The show about DIY tech and how-to. I'm Eric Franklin. And I'm Donald Bell. And this week we take a look at how to do more with the Apple products you may soon be getting or the ones you already have. That's right, from iPhone camera controls to maybe even switching from Android to an Apple device. But first, we start with how to share content on more than one device. For all of you out there who are lucky enough to live in a home with multiple people using multiple Apple devices, your iPhones and iPads and MacBooks and iPod Touches, Apple has made it really easy to sync these all up to a common iTunes account. It's called Family Sharing. I'm going to show you how to set it up. First, for this to work, you have to make sure all of your Apple devices that you want to share with are running the latest software. That means iOS 8 for mobile and OS 10 Mountain Lion for your Macs. Next, take the mobile device that's associated with the Apple ID and credit card that will serve as the master account for the family. Then go to Settings, iCloud, and tap the button for Setup Family Sharing. You're going to go through a few screens here that explain family sharing, verify your credit card information, and make sure that you understand that as the family organizer, all purchases made on these other devices are going to go through your account. That's an important detail, so don't go adding friends or deadbeat uncles to your family sharing list. Eventually, you'll find yourself on this family page where you can add up to five additional family members to share with. To invite someone, click Add Family Member, and then type in their name or email address to pull them up from your contacts. Once they accept the invitation, they'll gain immediate access to any music, movies, TV shows, books, or apps that you've downloaded. And the same goes for you. If you click on the App Store or the iTunes Store and you click on Purchase, you can see a new list of all the things that they've bought before that you can download onto any of your devices. But what happens if a family member of yours turns out to be a real jerk who's running up your credit card with all kinds of iTunes and app purchases that you don't approve of? Well, you can delete them from your list by going to iCloud, tapping their name, and removing them. So there you go. That's how to set up Apple's family sharing feature with your family. It's a great way to make the best use of iTunes content you already have. And just so you know, in case there's anything embarrassing in your iTunes collection, you can go in and manually hide that content so that it's not shared with other people. Very useful tip. Yep. All right, it's time for a quick break. And when we come back, we've got some great iPhone photography tips that'll help you take better photos, tips for beginners and for those with more advanced shooting experience. Welcome back. For many of us, taking a picture with our smartphone is incredibly convenient. But at the same time, if you're trying to take a picture of something spontaneous, that seemingly perfect picture can just be a hazy blur. That can easily happen. And right now, Lexi Savita shows us how to better use your iPhone camera and shows us how to enhance photos already on your device. So you've just bought yourself a brand new iPhone 6 or 6 Plus and love taking photos? I'm going to show you a few ways on how to get the most out of the camera plus some apps for better looking photos. And the best part is that most of these tips will even work on older iPhones as long as you've upgraded to iOS 8. Let's start with some basics. If this is your first iPhone then there are three ways to launch the camera. One, from the lock screen swipe up on the camera icon. Two, tap on the app icon. And three, swipe up from the bottom of the screen in any app and hit the button. Take a burst of images by pressing and holding the shutter button down in photo mode. Or you can press and hold the volume button instead. This is also going to help you keep shots stable when shooting in landscape orientation. Change the direction of panoramas by tapping the arrow like so. You can also take them vertically or horizontally. Shooting in bright outdoor situations, 
use your hand to cup around the lens like so in order to reduce lens flare and the amount of light entering the camera. For the video lovers out there, you can switch the camera to shoot at 60 frames per second rather than the default 30. Head to settings and then photo and camera and turn the toggle on. On the main camera screen, you can adjust exposure compensation by simply tapping anywhere to bring up this box and then sliding up and down the sunshine icon to adjust the brightness as you like. If you've already taken some photos, you can fine tune thanks to some new editing options. Just find your image and open it up and then press edit in the top right hand corner here. Three icons across, you'll see a control dial. Tap this and then you'll be presented with a whole bunch of different options such as highlights, shadows, brightness and contrast and then you can adjust these as you're liking and save it to a new image. There's also heaps of other apps available that let you have more serious exposure control. Two of my favorites are Viesco Cam and Manual Cam. Both give you control over aspects like focus, white balance and exposure. Remember that because the iPhone has a fixed aperture lens, you can only adjust the white balance and the shutter speed, not your f-stop. Finally, if you've got two iOS devices, you can use one to trigger the camera in the other. Download the Camera Plus app and install it on both devices. Turn on Wi-Fi and Bluetooth on both and then choose the Air Snap option on one phone. Select the name of the other device on the screen and then you'll get a live view of what the other camera is seeing. Quick question. All right. Have you ever switched from using an Android phone to an iPhone? Don't tell anybody, but yes, I totally have. All right. It wasn't as simple as it could have been, but thankfully we've got Dan Graziano here with some simple but important tips on making the transition smooth. Features like Apple Pay and the larger screens have a lot of people interested in upgrading to the iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus. Even some Android users have taken notice. If you're one of those people who are ready to take the plunge to Apple from Android, you're in luck. It used to be a huge pain to switch from one mobile platform to the other, but it's now easier than ever to transfer all of your old data from Android to your new iPhone. Syncing your mail, contacts, and calendar with your new device is simple. Google will automatically back up all of your information to your Gmail account. From your new iPhone, head to Settings, scroll down to Mail, Contacts, Calendar, tap Add Account, and select Google. Enter your Gmail credentials and click Next. Make sure everything you would like to sync over to your new iPhone is checked off, and then click Save. Your contacts, calendar, and email will now be synced up, but one thing is still missing, and that's your photos. The easiest way to get your photos over to your new iPhone would be to use a cross-platform cloud service such as Google Plus Photos, Amazon Cloud Drive, Dropbox, or a similar app that's available on both Android and iOS. You can also upload your photos to your computer and manually transfer them to your iPhone. To do this, start by connecting your Android device to your computer. If you're on Windows, you can simply drag and drop files. On a Mac, you must download a free program from Google called Android File Transfer. Once it has been installed, open it, click on the DCIM folder, followed by Camera. You can then drag and drop all of your photos or specific ones to your computer. I recommend creating a new folder and placing the photos in it. This will make it easier to sync with them with your iPhone later on. To get those photos over to your new device, simply connect your iPhone to your computer, open iTunes, and choose to sync photos from that same folder. For everything else, Google has a ton of apps available for free on Apple's App Store. There's Google Play Books, Movies, Music, and Newsstand for all of your content. The must-haves for any Android user has to be Google Maps and the Google Search app, which will show you all those cool, predictive Google Now cards. And that's all it takes to bring the world of Google to your iPhone.
That's it for this week's show, and that's it for The Fix. This is our final episode. But don't worry, we will continue to bring you the very best DIY segments and how-tos right on CNET.com. So go there for all the latest tips for your tech. We really enjoyed putting the show together for you. We hope you've learned a lot. We've enjoyed doing it, and continue to reach out to us with your ideas, your suggestions. We want to hear from you. I'm at Donald on Twitter. And I'm at Edobel on Twitter. Thanks for watching, guys. See you all again real soon.